Welcome to Manifestable. We are in front of a live studio audience and I have Alyssa Nobriga joining me on the stage where I get to ask her personal questions in front of everyone and even allow some of the studio audience to ask questions on this episode. So I can't wait to dive in with you. Welcome, Alyssa. The essence manifestation is knowing that nothing could add to or take away from who and what we already are. And when we feel that power, not only is it more fun, but it also helps accelerate manifestation. Welcome to Manifestable, where you'll receive profound breakthroughs, courage to break old patterns, and live into your soul's purpose. Each week, I will bring you epic guests, live coaching, and manifestation tools to remind you of your power. You have the ability to achieve extraordinary things, and the time to start is now. I don't know if you're like me, but I need to have a little bit of chocolate almost every single day. If you're like my husband, you need it after every single meal. He likes to finish his savory meals, whether it's lunch or dinner, with something chocolatey. And what's going on is even the healthy chocolates that you see at the grocery store that say they're dark raw cacao, they have cane sugar in them and they're actually not that healthy for you. But I have good news for you is that Earth Echo has these functional chocolate bites. And these are actually what my husband has after every meal. So he will have basically a vitality chocolate bite. I'll tell you where to find these, but he'll have this vitality chocolate bite. It's like the perfect quantity. He'll have it with his coffee in the morning and it's his pre and probiotic. So amazing, right? In a chocolate bite, like kids love it, adults love it. And then there's other ones, other functional blends like Focus, which has all these superfood benefits to increase focus throughout the day. So he'll have this after lunch and it has almost like this dark coffee chocolate flavor. So delicious. He'll take a calm bite, which is more of a decadent chocolate that helps calm the nervous system. And then he takes a rest one, which is like a dark chocolate caramel flavor. So there are so many different chocolate bites that you can get a hold of. They just came back out because they are seasonal. They fly off the shelves. But I want to tell you, if you're listening to Manifestival, you can get these chocolate bites right now. Right now, while supplies last, all you have to do is go to earthechofoods.com and at checkout, put in Manifestable and it'll give you 15% off. I want you to have these chocolate bites. It's going to help you so that you're not craving and snacking on not so great for you chocolate. You're going to see results in your body. You're going to see results in your brain and your immunity functionality because they are the healthiest chocolate on the market. So all you have to do is go to Earth Echo Foods. I'm going to spell it for you. Earth, E-A-R-T-H, Echo, E-C-H-O, Foods, F-O-O-D-S, dot com, Earth Echo Foods. And at checkout, put in the word manifestable and you're going to get 15% off. Go there right now, get these chocolate bites and change your life. Today on Manifestival, we have a friend of mine who is also an amazing renowned speaker, coach, and entrepreneur, and that is Alyssa Notebriga. She is the founder and CEO of the Institute of Coaching Mastery and has trained thousands under her methodology. She holds two master's degree, one in clinical somatic psychotherapy and another in spiritual psychology. Her cutting-edge work is a unique blend of personal development, healing arts, and business strategy. Alyssa has been featured in the New York Times Forbes Entrepreneur and highlighted as an expert coach for Deepak Chopra. I want to dive in with Alyssa because she has created a pretty epic life for herself. And I want to know behind the curtain what basic practices that she takes on 
to create abundance in her life. How did she start her coaching mastery school? What brought her to that? What visions did she have? And how did she stay with this path to create this epic life that she lives today? You can find more out on Alyssa on her Instagram at Alyssa Nobriga or her website at AlyssaNobriga.com. And that is Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A-N-O-B-R-I-G-A. All of this is in the show notes. You guys, thanks so much for taking a minute to follow the podcast, to leave a review, but just go into the upper right-hand corner, click that plus button or click that follow button. Before we get started, go do that really quick and let's get started and dive in. Thank you so much, Alyssa, for being here. We haven't seen each other for a while, so I'm taking it in. Yeah. Because the other people, I didn't really know that well. <laughs> I know Alyssa. So welcome. Thank you. To the manifestable stage. I think I manifested being on this stage here. I saw Joe Dispenza here on this stage. Okay. And I just manifested this, which is so fun and even better You're like, I'm you. on the stage. I'm and now the next you. time you'll probably do something here. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Well, we're going to just go right into it. Let's Tell it. me a little bit about your manifesting practice. Ooh, yeah. Can I start with a story? Yeah. I think it'd be fun to give people an experience and some practical tools. I like stories and tools. All right. Perfect. So I was thinking about some manifestation stories. One is a really fun story. So when I got my first master's degree, I went and traveled the world. I was on a budget. I was at poverty level at that point, but it was cheaper to travel to India, Thailand, and Bali (laughs) than live in Southern California. And so I wanted to see life from this new perspective. I just done all this inner work. And it was in Bali and I realized I didn't have anywhere to live when we got back and I was still on a budget. So my girlfriend and I that traveled did a five minute manifestation practice with the intention of getting free rent. And so it's nighttime in Bali. We do this five minute practice, which I'll share with you guys here today. Close the computer, went to bed, woke up to an email from an acquaintance, somebody we didn't even really know that said, hey, you just popped into my awareness. I'm moving from one apartment to another. I have a two-week layover from two places. So if you would like to take my rent for two weeks, you're absolutely welcome to do that. We were like, yes, we would like to be in your rent for free. Literally from this practice. And we ended up going to this, his house, ended up staying our apartment for two months. He was generous. And we found a cottage in the back of his place that we were really excited about renting and ended up putting out an offer, living there for a little while, couldn't find who to pay rent to. So we saved the checks because couldn't find the landlord found out that the cottage was foreclosed on from the bank and the bank had to let us stay there for six months to a year and pay us $10,000 to relocate. And it it gets better. And you can't make this stuff up. Five minute manifestation practice that we will do today. And so then I ended up moving in with my boyfriend at the time, now husband. My best friend ended up moving into another place in Santa Monica. And it was a, another like... And a, you still got paid $10,000 to relocate. still got paid $10,000. <laughs> and then we ended up... She moved into this other back house cottage. And the blessed Santa Monica rent control, they ended up selling their house. So they had to pay her another $10,000 to relocate for the second time. 
And this so it's so interesting. It's fun with the power of play. And I think there are certain qualities that are important so that it can be lighthearted and easeful and not so much need or attachment. Yes. And so I think some of that is important to speak about as well. Okay. Cause do you put play into your practice too? Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And what does play look like for you? Because if it's attached, if we if we move from a frame that might be helpful, I call it egoic manifestation and essence manifestation. Ego not being bad, we want healthy integrated egos, but ego thinking it's the outside in. When I have the body, when I have the partner, then I will feel a certain way. We're sold this way in society all the time. We're sold something that we already are, we already have. And so when we take our power back from those misunderstandings, we actually can embody more of our essence, the truth of who and what we are, our inherent worth and value. So egoic manifestation really is about thinking that the the person, the partner, the job, the amount of money is going to make us feel this way. And it's about waking up out of that fear, lack, and limitation. And sometimes, at least my philosophy or way of living is anything that contracts me, I use to free me. And so I talk about accelerated manifestation, which has four elements to it embodying our essence. Yes, the wholeness of who we are. The essence manifestation is knowing that nothing could add to or take away from who and what we already are. And when we feel that power, not only is it more fun, but it also helps accelerate manifestation. But if we're feeling caught and contracted, then we want to do the work so that we can free ourselves. We can clear it on an egoic level and come back to our center. So doing the real work, I think, is also important to accelerate the manifestation. And then embodying what we think the goal will give us then, now. So it's kind of like, think about what's a goal that you have in your life right now? Do you want to, is it a weight goal? Is it a relational goal? Is it a financial goal, health, whatever it may be? And then ask yourself, what do I think I will get or feel when I arrive at that goal? So if I want more money so I feel free, I would ask you, and you have to get really mindful and still, can I absolutely know that freedom's not already here before I go looking for it? Did you hear that? She said, do I absolutely know freedom's not already here? Uh And we start unraveling and taking our power back. So we embody what we think the goal will give us, what society tells us and wake up to it right here and now. We embody that then, now. And then as we do that, we still move forward in the world to create what it's true and alive for us, but from this place of fullness, of wholeness, knowing our inherent worth, independent of how much we make or what we look like, we have a deeper sense of confidence that we can tap into. So true. So good. I love that. Okay, what was Alyssa writing in her journal in like 2010? Because were you writing a lot of the things you're living today? Yeah. I mean, most of my life, though, I, I feel like I was Benjamin Button in the sense where I grew up backwards, where I was really most interested in awakening and more so not in the physical world, material success. That wasn't very interesting to me. It was more about waking up to the truth of my being, knowing who I am. And then from there, the pendulum swung of like, okay, I know my inherent worth. I know myself independent of what I've achieved or what I create or how I look. And from there, it was like game on. Now I want to sink my teeth in life. And the things that are that were important to me are still important to me. I'll share a fun, another fun manifestation story just because I think yeah. it helps. And I feel like it's important to want what we want, to be really honest with ourselves and give us permission. Because in my experience... It's okay to want, you're yeah, saying. Yeah. It's like there's a divine design within desire. And so as we desire something and we take steps towards it, sometimes the unconscious material that has held us back from stepping into it shows up. And in my experience, the number one hack to manifesting 
is on the level of worth. Because if you don't feel worthy of what you're achieving, you're not going to be able to sustain it, let it in. And so the way that I have a framework around coaching is specifically, and I'll share it around worth, is five levels of change. So it's okay if we get contracted, but how do we use that to free us? So on an egoic level, there's you know, somatic, which is the body. We can breathe into, into the energy in our body without needing to know the story to move it through. It takes 90 seconds to feel it before it moves on in the body. Emotional. How do I embrace the part of me that doesn't feel worthy? It's okay that it's there, but it doesn't get to lead my decisions in my life. It gets to be here. I can embrace it because if I judge it or I identify with it, I'm stuck with it. So there's somatic, emotional, mental, waking up to the limited stories that I tell myself. And oftentimes we limit ourselves before we even start. We're like there's some fear that I won't, I won't be able to do it. There's the unconscious. The unconscious we can dive into because I think not a lot of people talk about this. And I think this is the most important part because 95% of our behavior is unconscious. So totally. when we, we set New Year's resolutions, it's 5% of our, yes, I'd like to have that. We've got a foot on the gas, but then we have a foot on the brakes. Totally. And most of them are done at day 15 for yeah. a high percentage of people, probably because it's conscious brain, like she's mentioning. That's right. Only 5%. So your real power is removing the subconscious misunderstandings, the programming and tapping back into our essence. And then lastly, behavioral. Sometimes we actually do need a strategy around things. It's not inner, but I would say 80% of the work is inner. So to help us embody more of our worth, it's embracing our ego, embracing these patterns. And as we do that, it starts to shift, ironically, what we accept we can be freed of inside of ourselves. And I always like to tell people, don't believe me, just test it. Be willing to just try it out. That's so good. Yeah. Okay, are you going to show us? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You want to do the you want to Yeah, do the why not? Okay. I think they're already like, yes, I have some goals. <laughs> okay, fine. Wait, do you talk when you're doing this five-minute thing? Yeah. You're talking yeah. out yeah. loud to yourself. Yeah, I, you do it with a partner or in a group. You do it in a partner. Dinette, with a we've group. done this before on Necker Island, which I manifested. Oh yes, a trip that's right. That. Uh huh. We're, wait, were we on that trip together? Mm-hmm. We were on that trip together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do. Okay, this. fun. Okay, so think about, and anybody who can listening can play along. So think okay. about something that you want to manifest, something that you would everyone love to play step along. Into. So yeah. everyone listening, play along. So think about something I want to manifest. Okay, I yeah. got it. Okay, so what is it? What's the topic? Manifestable. The music sound frequencies. Ooh, I love it. Okay, beautiful. So what I'm going to invite you to do is to start talking as if you are in the movie scene of your vision of what you're wanting to step into. Set, okay. Telling me the scents, the sounds, the pictures, and you're talking as if it's already happening, feeling it right now for about 30 seconds. And then I'm going to jump in and elevate it with you. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh-huh. Love uh-huh. this. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. So all these favorite humans are together. We're all together. All these amazing humans. There's like thousands of them. And we're here in the stadium together. And I'm so excited because I'm looking out at all of you and you're smiling and you're dancing and there's music. But this music is not just any music. It makes you want to move your hips. But there's sound frequencies that are healing your body and really resonating with your cells. And then you're looking at these visuals and you're remembering who you are. And it's been such an honor to be in this space with you. I'm so grateful for this. Danette, people are like waking up. People are crying, coming home to themselves. There is this cohesion happening with the whole group and this wave of energy that's like this ripple effect going throughout the world. Oh, yeah. It's contagious just to be a part of. Oh, yeah. There's some women in the grass. (laughs) 
<laughs> that are like rolling on their dirt. It's weird. They're like embracing their authenticity. And then there's women dancing over in another corner and there's all sorts of different demographics and humans and people. And they feel so safe to be authentically yep. expressed. Like totally. you lead with that and it gives them permission to be fully rewilded yes. and themselves yes. authentic. Yes. It's beautiful. <laughs> And so, so you then could, you, you just keep, keep going. Doing that. How long you would could. you go for? Because we I went would, 30 seconds. Yeah, but and then I might start. So we could do that for like one round. And yeah. then I might go just to keep the energy going around what I'm manifesting. And then we and then go. I go. And then you, you go again. And so we the elevation and the energy bounces off each other. So it keeps getting this magnetic field. And you could do it on one area of your life or different areas of your life. Kind of like a living vision instead of a vision board, because yep. vision boards have limitation in the sense, it's great for your subconscious to see totally. it. But it's limited in the sense where it's not going to be you speaking on stage, or it's not going to be the exact thing. So you use all of your senses, more tantric, to really And you're using that in. voice. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else can elevate it. So you just want to make sure that you elevate their vision rather than your vision yep. for them. So you really listen to your partner. And That's it's really fun. cool. And, and we can do it on text messages with each other. So if people are wanting to co-create with their best friend or just kind of elevate and feel into instead of lack, separation, and worry all of the time. It's like, let's text each other and feel into each other's visions and hold that. That's really cool. But without the attachment then that it needs to happen because we're awake to what already is here now. Have you practiced this with your children at all? I have not practiced this with my children. I That's think it would great. be so powerful to try with grandchildren or children totally. and just let them share their dreams because yeah. a lot of them think about college or doing a sport. Like, what? who cares? It doesn't even matter if they're five. Like, yeah. let them dream and do it with them. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. You should try that. That'll be my homework. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, do, I do think that there's something helpful where I was kind of going earlier in terms of giving ourselves permission to want what we want. I do feel like it's helpful. I know there was one goal that I had. I lo- I'm a cancer in astrology. I am a home body. I love beauty and I'm home often. And another story that I think is potent or helpful to share is that when I was getting my license as a psychotherapist, I would just go on these walks to my favorite street because it was expansive. And I was listening to the study materials on audio. And I just loved being on this street. I just felt so in my element, like in gratitude, I just embodied that. So the houses were double my budget. There was no way that I was going to be there. And Yet I just enjoyed being there. So one thing is like a gratitude walk, being able to be in our gratitude in the energy of it. And one day I chose a house. I was like, let's just play in the fantasy. Why not win in my own fantasy? So I chose a house. And a year later, my realtor, we started looking for a house. She says, oh, there's a house on that street you like, you want to see it. And just out of the sake of saying, why not just go see what's inside? I went and I fell in love. I didn't think that that would... was kind of hoping in some ways that it wasn't the house that I would have really wanted. And I fell in love. I just was like, this is one of the human experiences I would love to have. And I gave myself, I think for the first time, permission to want something egoic, I might say, but I did it from a more conscious way. So I've usually invested in my trainings, you know, as a therapist, as a coach, just like the inner world is the real game, the inner game. Life is a mirror. So I got that right. But I was like, no, let me go all in on wanting something that I wanted, but be totally surrendered about it. Because I knew that if I didn't get it, I I ended up, long story short, we ended up putting a bid on the house. 
us and seven other people. We, I just kept visualizing myself and my mind did this automatically. I kept visualizing myself getting ready in the bathroom and just feeling myself there, but I was completely surrendered. So it was very clear on what I wanted. We ended up putting in an offer. We're like, okay, if we're going to stretch ourselves financially, let's do it on something that's a full yes for us. Put in an offer. Again, eight of us had it. <laughs> we took action on it, but it didn't end up having the highest bid and we got the house. But at that point, oh, wasn't the highest bid and you still got the house. Yeah. And for me, the takeaway was that it, it didn't matter if we got it. I mean, I was so happy that we got it, but I genuinely surrendered. I think I talk about surrendered action. So I knew that if we didn't get the house, then that was for our highest good. Meaning, I don't know if a pipe would have broke or if the kids are would have gotten an accident. Like I just really tried to stay out of thinking I know what's good or bad or should or shouldn't happen and be in the surrender of the whole experience. So there are some manifestors that are more specific and some that are more general. That's more so from the human design element yeah. where you can learn about that. For me, I'm very specific. And I used to be like, sure, if it happens, it happens. And later I started claiming what I wanted and that's when it started opening. Wow. And so, so for me, and I think, you know, having people test things out is really helpful so that we, for me, just saying, yes, I want this, taking action that's in alignment, but totally surrendered around it. It's been really powerful. So good. Is this, okay, so the thing we just did together, yeah. was that the five-minute meditation you did? In That's the, the five-minute meditation. Yeah, and it it feels like a ramp-up of energy. It and is. Another one you can do is tapping. I saw you doing that a little bit before I got here. You can tap and visualize, you know, seeing it and feeling it through your body. I also really like gratitude walks, which I was just talking about, being in the energy. You can talk with a friend playing the what-if game where you bounce off. And so if you're not in the place of really being able to elevate the next tier up would be acceptance of like, instead of in the worst case scenario, what if we won in our own fantasy? So you can play that with your friends. Like, what if it did work out? And what would that be like? So we can train our brain to be work in our favor. And then people, you know, you can do an assessment journal. So things of like, what's taking my energy and what's giving me energy so that you really start to align your life with things that help you feel more of your vibrancy and your essence. And then lastly, sex magic. There's always using pleasure and the point of <laughs> orgasm to call in and manifest things right. that feel aligned. Yeah. Do you practice sex magic? I don't. More of my friends do. Yeah. Uh, you know, like in the tantric world, but it's energy just like anything, anything else. else. Yeah. yeah. So for me, dance is really my your practice, medicine. Yeah. My medicine. <laughs> yeah. Just being fully and authentically expressed and just embodying that. I feel like... Do you dance every day? Because we just heard somebody on the stage telling us how they have a morning practice oh, where I they dance that. first thing in the morning. Non-negotiable. I love that. Yeah. I don't dance every day. I really should t have a song. I have a morning practice that changes over time. Yeah. And I like to have it fluid so it's not so rigid. Exactly. And I love meditation, but dance is such a spiritual experience for me. Yeah. So good. Okay. Yeah. What is Alyssa focusing on next or what's her excitement right now? Ooh, yeah. So you know this transparently. I'll share what's exciting, but also my edge because I think it's important to be vulnerable and real as well. So my company grew very quickly. So we went from a team of three to 30 in three months. And I did three to 30, three to 30. <laughs> and I didn't really have systems dialed in. I was, I'm great with sales and marketing because I used to be a psychotherapist and I love sales is service. Like yeah. when you genuinely know you can help somebody and you're like, 
it's an offer. It just comes from such a clean place. Not what can I get, but what can I give? And so all of that's fun for me. But growing without the systems and setup, it was an initiation to say the least. So we've been doing cleanup and none of my clients would have ever known that because I've made sure. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. But an initiation in some of the work that I'm working on is letting myself receive support from my team. So for me, anytime that I'm trying to create change in my life and it's not happening... I look at what's unconsciously blocking me. So for example, on the unconscious level, maybe we talked about five levels of change, somatic, emotional, mental, behavioral, and unconscious. On the unconscious level, you can always ask yourself, what do I fear would happen if I got the goal? And people are like, I don't question to ask. Most times they're like, I don't fear that I would get any, nothing would happen that I fear if I actually made 200,000 or if I lost the extra X amount of pounds. But it's, If we have that in our lives, that means that there's an unconscious operating system. So if we slow down, I think it's important to really look at, okay, if I had this team supporting me, then I fear and it's like, and then I could feel a sense of guilt. And so working with, oh, do I get to really receive that kind of support is something that's more of an edge for me. And I do want to just name something that I see as a concern. Did we talk about this yet? A concern about manifestation around the egoic perspective of... No, I don't think And I think, think it's so. an important part of the conversation. Yeah. I think this is more of the frame from egoic manifestation. I don't think this is what we're speaking of in terms of essence. But sometimes in the shadow or the problem with manifestation is if somebody manifests something bad, quote unquote, they got sick, financial challenge, sometimes they can think that I did something wrong. I attracted this. I feel guilt, shame, and disempowerment. And that's really from the misunderstanding that we know what's right and wrong, that what should and shouldn't happen, that the outside-in approach will get us to where we want to be. And because not everything is equal. We don't have equal privilege and opportunity. That's what it is. And so if we come from this egoic manifestation thinking that the house, the partner, the body will make us feel that way, then it's limited and can be toxic. And so I do want to highlight that because I know you're not a stand for that. And I think that that can create some misunderstandings like, oh, I attracted that. I did something wrong. I feel fear and shame around it. That's important to bring up. But my experience is if I feel a sense of unworthiness or if I feel blocked with something, then I get to slow down, get mindful and really look at what are those subconscious fears so that I can presence them rather than having them unconsciously operate because life is a mirror. So anything that I have in my life is a reflection of something in my own consciousness, but it's not bad or good. It's just a reflection. Exactly. It's information. It is. Exactly. And we can shift that. Yeah. And the deeper work is about waking up to our inherent worth, our inherent value on an essence level, and then create and play from there. So good. I actually really love what you said, because I think basically she's saying, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, if you're not seeing something that you're wanting to create, you kind of go back to the work of like, okay, what is maybe this unconscious fear I have of actually getting it? Is there an unconscious fear? Because if you think about it, no, I would love to have the sexy lean body and release it. But maybe you're deep down afraid to be seen a lot or to be commented on your body because there maybe was sexual trauma. Who knows? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So just really uncovering it and being honest. And yeah. that's what Alyssa is saying. It's yeah, powerful. And, and I can drive it home with a story. So I worked with a woman who kept 
plateauing. We have these set points with happiness, financial weight. There's all these unconscious set points. And there's this woman that came to see me and she's like, I want to make more than 250,000, which is a, she was rocking it in her business, but she kept hitting this plateau, hiring people, trying to get to her next level. And I said, what do you fear would happen if you made more than 250,000? She's like, I have no fears about making more money. Alyssa, let's keep going. And I was like, humor me, slow it down. If you make more than 250,000, you fear. And tears started streaming down her face. And she realized that when her mom got a raise, her parents got divorced. And she thought she had to choose between growing her company or having a strong marriage. And so she had a competing intention at war inside of herself. And so once you see it with the unconscious, then you can free it. Then you can shift it much easier. Yeah, so powerful. It requires the work. It does. And getting mindful. Inquiry. That's right, 100%. Yeah, one thing I do love about Alyssa, she hasn't alluded to this yet, but it's something I watched her do actually on Necker Island, even on vacation, is you do inquiry work. I do. You do, I don't know, like every day or once a week. I think it's Sunday or Sunday. Every Sunday at 10 (laughs) a.m. And she calls me Sunday and I never answer. (laughs) That's right. It's inquiring called it. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about this inquiring work that you do. Yeah, so again, mindset work is so powerful. I think it's so helpful. And my biased opinion is that we want to have more tools than just on the mental level because we are also emotional beings. And so learning how to navigate with our emotions. Some people I would say are heady. They're kind of avoiding their feelings and giving them somatic work, body-centered work to tap into the energy to move it through the body is really helpful. It's a backdoor in. It only takes 90 seconds to feel an emotion. So if you're feeling an emotion more than 90 seconds, it's because you're thinking about the emotion looping in it. Okay. Other people are indulgers. These people are the deep dive. They're like, I'm here to like heal and grow and that's beautiful. But then they can also loop, spin cycle on loop in the emotional realm. So mindset work is really helpful for people that emotionally loop. So you can see the thought that created the feeling. And so having a more integrative approach to healing work is really helpful where we learn how to move the energy through our body. We question the unconscious limitations. I like to do this practice of questioning my beliefs every week as a, like taking out the trash. It's like a meditation in and of itself. Taking out the trash. I like that. It's like nothing needs to be bad, but it helps me stay awake to any unconscious limitations that I might have picked up along the way. And so I've been doing that for maybe four and a half years, 10 a.m. Sundays as like just a general practice. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's the little things, right? That sounds small. How long are you in that practice? An hour, 30 minutes for me and 30 minutes for my partner. We trade space. So you can do this for free with anyone. Oh, that's so powerful. You're just like, can you do it by yourself though? You can do it by yourself as well. Yeah, you can yeah. just like look at your limiting thoughts That's right. and retrack them. Yeah, and you can get you inquire into it. So where did I pick this up? How does this feel when I believe this? You really bring presence into these unconscious stories. One of my missions, because when I was becoming a therapist, I'm like, why don't people have these tools? And you know, now I'm about using healing. For me, a real healing is a change of behavior. So I mix coaching and psychotherapy. And so one of my missions right now is to create a toolkit for humanity, for people to have one place to go and be like, oh, I can for free get access to tools and share it with people that are either going through a hard time or wanting to up level based on 20 years of doing this work. Here's one tool on each level that I love as an offering back to just play with it and see how your life changes from the inside out using it. Oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We got some nuggets. I also have another story I could share. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, it's coming. She has a story. Tell yourself. So 
my personality is to be more of an intensive. I like immersions. And I was doing silent retreats quite a bit for a while in my 20s, into my 30s. And I did about 18 silent retreats. And one, I had a morning practice. I don't have this. I don't sit for 30 minutes anymore. I ebb, ebb and flow. Sometimes I do breath work. But I had a morning practice where I would meditate. And one day I had the inspiration, intuition to bring in something neutral as an object to drop into meditation. And I had just given myself tea. And so I saw this flowered shape tea bag holder. And with this meditation practice, I don't know if you guys have had this experience where you don't know where your body ends and the couch begins. Yeah. It's like this paint, this picture yeah. where it's all smeared. You can't even say you're connected because that would imply too. It's just all expansive, all yeah. open. And so I'm in this non-dual state of just being completely open. And I drop in an image of this tea bag, flowered shaped tea bag, blue holder, and I let it go. And within 24 hours, somebody gives me a heart-shaped tea bag holder. Now, I haven't gotten one since, and I never got one before that. But that was a wink to me from the universe about the power of dropping in and placing what it is I desired in the field without being attached, being completely surrendered. And I felt a little nervous about the power of it because I didn't know much about it. And wow. I didn't want to use it for egoic gain. Yeah. But I was like, I'm onto something. And I kind of forgot about it because I didn't want to use it for myself. And then later on, I hear about this guy, Joe Dispenza, who's essentially monetizing that and sharing it with people yeah. and empowering. And I was like, oh, I guess it's safe. I guess that's that's really beautiful. But I do know the power of that. And when we are in a connected to our essence, how things accelerate. So yes. also want to offer that. Powerful. It makes me want to do it, actually. Bye, guys. I'm going to leave. I'm gonna, I'll be back in the green room. I trust that you will receive what you're going to receive. It's been amazing to have you on. I want to ask you a question yeah. I like to ask everybody. Yeah, It's your last moment here on planet Earth. And there are millions of people looking at you and listening to you. What is the one thing you would say to them? You are more than enough. You are inherently worthy beyond anything you could do or not do. Just as you are, you are welcome. Woo. You are enough. More <laughs> so than enough. good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much, Alyssa, yeah. for being here. Love thank you. you guys. Love you. I have a question for you. Are you tired of going on dates with no success? Are you currently in a relationship and are longing for a deeper connection? Do you desire a love that transcends time and space and literally is filling you up so that you're never wondering if you're enough or wondering if you're loved or adored? Well, I want to tell you you're not alone and I have just the solution for you. I created a program called the 21 Day Attract Your Soulmate Challenge. This is a program that is incredible journey to manifest the love you truly desire in days. Yeah, you heard that right. 21 days. Whether you're in a relationship, whether you're trying to attract one to just get the most out of the love in your life. So during this 21 day challenge, you'll discover powerful techniques to attract the love that you truly desire. The, in the love language that you would like to receive. We're talking about a love that ignites your soul, a love that feels like it was written in the stars just for you. This challenge will provide you with daily exercises, affirmations, and secrets to help you become a love magnet. You'll learn how to let go of past baggage, past stories, 
past experiences, boost your confidence, and open your heart to new possibilities. If you are ready to manifest your soulmate and create a love story for you, if the answer is yes, then I want you to head over to relationship.manifestablepodcast.com to join now. You can also go into the show notes and click the link, but it's relationship.manifestablepodcast.com and you're going to be able to sign up for this challenge. Literally in 21 days, you will be able to write to me and say, oh my goodness, I am in a more loving, more caring, more juicy relationship with my current husband or my current partner. Or you might say, hey, I was single and I was afraid to get into a relationship and now I'm in a relationship I love and adore and it's right for me. There's no better time than now to start attracting the deepest, most passionate relationship of your dreams. And I have to tell you, it's for you. It is for you. It doesn't matter what your past is. It doesn't matter if it's been good or bad. Let's do this together. I'm going to show you how. Go to relationship.manifestablepodcast.com or click the link in the show notes and sign up now. Sending you all my love.